0: You have found yourself in locked on Armageddon. No, locked on Bulls. Uh, it's now came out per Sam Saran here that the Chicago Bulls are more open to trading Zach Levine than ever. Me and Pat are going to talk about that. What it could mean for the team. And does that mean that AK and Eversley have maybe picked a direction if that's already what they're talking about? We're going to get into all that and more
1: right after this. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs>
0: Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, <laughs> I members was not of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze, and host of. The Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcast. Pat, let's get right into it. Sam Shamsarania came out with a tweet that the Chicago Bulls are more open than ever to trade Zach Levine. Uh, Apparently, there's like some classic going on where all 30 NBA GMs are going to be down there. Uh, Apparently, there's some thought that maybe some of those talks could start there. And then it got even more interesting because about five minutes after that, Casey Johnson reposted it and actually said that per his sources, he's hearing the same thing. This is the one time that we've heard unified things on, not that just the Bulls are listening to offers, but they're actually open to moving Zach Levine. Pat, how you feeling, brother? I mean, listen, after
1: last night's game, are we surprised? Yeah, I mean, like we talked about how it looked like he was just kind of going through the motions. Um... I think the interesting thing is now that we're hearing now, we've always heard, right. That the bulls were taking calls on Zach Levine. We've never heard Zach Levine be open to being moved by something, right? He's always said, yeah. listen, this is my team. This is I'm, I'm here. I'm going to be the number one. I'm, I'm, I'm in Chicago. Now we're hearing that both sides are open to it. And Casey Johnson, uh, basically uh, uh in that report as well. Right? Like that to me makes this feel a lot more real when both sides are more open to looking to actually make a trade. I think that that makes things a little bit more literal. Now you got to kind of figure out what direction you're going to go. Who could you move him to? And I think, right, like we're going to have the conversation on the front office picking a direction, but it is not as easy of a trade as many people think. Zach Levine's contract is a much better contract than what's out there today. But whatever team trades for Zach Levine, me and you were just talking about it, right? They get a, 15, they're a 15%, 15% a trade, trade kicker kicks yeah. in. So it basically goes from a $40 million a year player or, or a 43, roughly whatever the average is, a million dollar a year player, to almost a $50 million per year player. You got to really be into Zach Levine to be looking to make that kind of trade to your team, because yeah. that's, it's not crazy capital, but that's a lot more capital than what the Bulls have before
0: right now. And keep in mind that would take Zach Levine's final year of his contract from it's forty eight point nine million dollars. You're talking about a fifteen percent trade kicker in that. You're talking about a fi- close to sixty million dollar player at that point in time.
1: Now, does he get that all at once though? I don't. I don't know how the
0: kicker works. Is that spread out over the terms of that, contract? That means or? that's the contract itself. The remaining years of that contract, he you gets have fifteen percent on top of that.
1: Ugh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to pay for Zach Levine to be able to. It's yeah. still a much better contract than if, right? Like, if you had to trade Jalen for Jalen Brown, but you got to really feel like you are ha- have a team that is in a position to actually make a move towards a playoff, towards a finals run, uh, within the next three years. For me to be talking about trading for Zach Levine at this point, this isn't a we're just going to get rid of them to get rid of them and it's done right. deal.
0: And that's what a lot of fans are kind of taking this now. Is like we're just trying to get Zach out of there. No, the Bulls are still going to look at the value that we've probably been reported, um, which was the next question. I'm going to come to you on that one. Do you think that this means they're more or less willing to come down off? We've heard, always heard, two first round picks, a young player that that's kind of the focus of the trade, and then just a older player to help match and fill the salaries because they do want a younger player who may not even be into their out of their rookie level extension. Does do you think that that value at all changes because? One thing, and it's funny, I talked about this in the first video. I've dropped three videos now on Chicago Bulls Central. There's a lot, Central, a lot of the, content coming up. The out first there, yeah. video on Chicago Bulls Central, I talked about how if the Bulls did look to move somebody, they could be in a, in a solid position to request assets because there nobody's requested a trade, per se. There's been no, like, firm that, oh, no, we just need to get rid of this player. While this rumor isn't that, per se, do you yep. think that it negatively impacts the trade value that Zach Levine could have?
1: <sighs> I, I... I don't think that it negatively impacts it because I think there will be a bid a bidding for Zach. Mm. Uh, that sounds crazy to say. But I do think the teams will really there'll be a lot of teams that want to get in on Zach Levine. Like they there's you see what he can be as a score. You see, right. If he's not your number one option, you feel a lot better about it. Um, I think that you could see a lot of teams that feel like we're one to two pieces away. And guess what? Zach Levine could be a very serious piece for that team. I think that there will still be kind of a bidding war to see, okay, who's going to get this guy. Um, I mean, like to me, you know, you already know the Lakers are willing to trade the world to get Zach Levine over there. Like that's that's always been their thing. That's their
0: they're willing to trade the world to get you to be their play by play announcer. They just want talent. It doesn't matter where they just want (laughs) talent. Doesn't matter where they gonna the they're going to bring the talent in from. Like, We're, We're bringing in guy, in talent. Think? That's all that matters. He's, um, he's, he's
1: also half white. So it works out because it's kind of like Caruso, right? But like not all the way.
0: But like, yeah, a little here? bit. That's yeah. funny. Uh, so here's the uh, teams that I think would be uh, interesting. Let me know what you think about this. Phillies already came out and said they're not now in a rush. They, this just came out five minutes ago. Not in yep. a rush to try to trade for Zach, but we know that there's some things there. We've talked about their assets already. The Lakers are always thirsty. The Miami Heat are looking for some type of talent to add to that team as well. The New York Knicks have been interested in Zach Levine now almost for four years. Yeah. So those are kind of the, the teams that I'm looking at. Now, that doesn't mean that other teams can't be involved is because uh, as we know, once a, a team is is shopping a player, other teams do make calls on that to see what the value is going to be and if they have the right mix of assets. Do, do you look at those four teams as kind of the four front runners as well? Or do you think somebody else could get involved? Uh, I probably think those are
1: your front runners right now. I would agree with that. I just, I, I, the real question now is, uh, is this a trade that also Zach Levine wants to be a part of, mm. right? Like, I, I, yeah. I don't know if AK seems like that kind of guy, right? Like he seems like he would come to Zach Levine and say, listen, we're shopping you officially now. Where do you want to end up? What team would you want to be on? We'll try to get something worked out with them. And then, of course, you know, we're gonna to talk to other teams and see what's best for. It. But I think New York Year- Zach wants to be in a big market, right? He doesn't yeah. want to be in another Minnesota situation. Like it's it's fun to think about, but he doesn't he doesn't want to be in OKC. Yeah, right now again, whatever team you trade him to is gonna be right, like he they've got him for what another four years, so it is what it is. You'll yeah. be wherever you'll be, but like. Zach Levine would like to probably be in the New Yorks. He would like to be in the uh, uh, um, the the L.A.'s. The Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Philly's still kind of big market, I guess. Like, maybe Philly oh, if they big, were in Philly's
0: the big market. Yeah, yeah
1: Philly market. big market. So, like, I, I think that he would rather be there where he could continue to grow what the brand he's built already is versus going to one of the smaller market teams. But I do think the smaller market teams – will make calls and maybe will be the best position for you to get the most capital. Yeah. It's just a question of what kind of uh move is AK going to make at the end of this. And I want this to be understood too, right? Like they're both open to it. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed to happen.
0: Right? Like that, that, that is the part <laughs> that a lot of people well. are just like, because he's gone. He, like exactly. Because open to it may just mean, Hey, this isn't working. And if we find a mutual situation for both of us, that we, the team can move on, you can move on, cool. But if they can find a scenario to make this work and sell Zach on that, like, and even KC said it, like, it's not like Zach is sitting there saying, no, get me out of here. It's just yeah. that, hey, this is a business. To what Zach has always said, this is a business. Yeah. But if 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 something else changes with the mix, then I'm not I, – I don't think at all that it's at the point now where Zach is just like, hey, I'm tired of y'all getting me up out of Chicago. I don't think that that's the case at all
1: no and and i think that but that's that's how it's being put out there right that up he's gone they they're they're upset on both sides and and he's gone well they're losing of course they're upset on both sides right like if you're winning basketball games we're not sitting here talking about moving on from zach levine so because they're losing both sides are open to a change being made here now Mm If all of a sudden a change is made at, say, a different position, a DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, a Kobe White, somewhere in there, right, and you plug something in that starts working, maybe Zach Levine doesn't want to, hey, listen, I knew it was coming, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) also what she said. Uh, But I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's not a foregone conclusion that he's out of here. And I feel like that's where so many people have taken it based on this. And it, it still depends on, again, a 15% trade kicker is nothing to cover. That's a lot of freaking now, money he's you, getting one added thing, more.
0: One thing that I don't know with this, the trade kicker, they won't have to match that version of the salary because technically it only kicks in after the trade, right? So yeah. they wouldn't have to Okay.
1: I believe so. I, okay. I, I believe that all of the trades that would go through would be based on the salary he so, had and then once Not it's finalized. The salary you're going to have to pay him. But yeah. I'm just saying that like any team that gets him has to realize that he goes from making 40 million to basically forty five million this year. And well, by the end of it, he's over fifty well over 50. fifty million. Yeah, well over fifty million. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a big thing to trade for, especially with the new CBA and the percentages that come into play.
0: Yeah, so you got to be sure that you're adding Zach Levine to a team that you feel is going to be putting you in a place to contend. Because if not, uh, you, you can't James Harden this situation because he is at least not a free agent at the end of this year like James Harden. Right? So, I
1: mean, listen that that's got to be the worst trade I've seen in in history. Yeah, yeah for I'm sure, not gonna lie. Sure. I was trying to think of a worst trade that like completely destroyed a team. I don't think I've ever seen one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that at some point. It's crazy. Next up, we're gonna be talking about what this uh who else could be on the move if if they are shopping Zach Levine, who else could that mean that they are shopping and looking at? Um, uh, before we get into that, though, I want to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with locked-on fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week. All season long, whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who's Josh picked out for us this week's eBay guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. So it looks like he also he has on here Kyle Kyle Lowry, surprisingly, Uh, Lowry has had minuscule usage to begin the season, but without Tyler Hero, he has to step up and he has. He's a strong ad for now. He also looks at Keontae George and says the Jazz new starting point guard, and he's tallied 20 assists in the first two starts. It may be rocky, but he's worth grabbing. Josh Laurie from Locked On Fantasy Sports is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. If you Sorry, with over 122 million parts, you, uh, for your 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 number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, rack roof track, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Please, plus at these prices, your burner, your your burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. The eBay guarantee fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items and exclusions do apply. You
1: good? Got a little I'm bit good. of a stroke during
0: that read. That was listen, that got tough. Listen, they that was a very wordy read there, brother. And then they put this whole thing in the middle there that has nothing to do with it. It's like, what are we doing here? Uh anyway, that's a little inside basketball for you guys. Pat, if the Bulls have gotten to this point of being more open to trading Zach Levine. What do you think this means for anybody else on the roster?
1: I think this is a guarantee to me, uh, based on the contract situation that Demar Derozan is gone, um, and I'd be surprised. I'm not gonna lie; I'd be surprised if they moved on from Vooch or Caruso. Mm-hmm. Like Caruso is is a maybe if you go full rebuild. If you go Caruso, move on from Vooch, right? But like I think that AK is very big on keeping veterans in a on a team. That you're trying to build young players with. I, I can guarantee y'all this, Bulls fans. We're not heading toward a full rebuild. He is not going to blow it up. We can be. We can sit here and talk about trading Zach, your trade DeMar, but I, I look at the past that AK comes from, and none of it is about blowing it up. Yeah. None of it is about getting rid of all the talent on your team and starting at the bottom. Like he wants to still have a competitive basketball team. He wants to be able to go out there. And now what I will say is this. Now you're going to see what the player development staff that you have put in place is really developing because guess what? Uh, Your young players are going to have to play. Patrick Williams is going to have to shoot the basketball more than 15 times a game. What are you going to do with that? Kobe White. You're shooting the ball more than fifteen times a game. Ayo DeSumo, right? Like, how are you going to manage the Ayo Uh, Is he back in the starting lineup and Kobe as the two? Or like, yeah, I mean, like that—that's really what this could be. I don't think that they blow this thing all the way up, though. Like, I just—I know a lot of Bulls fans are on board for a full-scale rebuild, but I don't think that our GM ever will be. And you look at the Denver Nuggets as the the case for it. I mean. Haven't had a sub thirty win season since two thousand and three, and for the most, for the most time, bro. Like they don't blow it up; they do not blow up their teams. They just be like, "Hey, we're just gonna have solid veterans and run them run them out there as much as possible and see how much we can win."
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, like I like you said, I don't think. Now I would say this: if Zach is traded before Demar, I think that 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 set of assets would determine if we go for, if we're going full rebuild or if we're going retooling, because it really depends that. So if Zach is moved first, I think that that dictates that. If DeMar is moved (laughs) first, we really could still go either way. It still depends on what we get back for assets. But at the end of the day, I think this much like you, I think if, if Zach's move, I don't see the point of holding on to DeMar to the end of the season, Um, unless you just want to do him a solid and let him pick his new destination. Um, vooch you're not in any rush you just got him to a new three-year deal yep. and alice caruso is the one that as we've been saying for a while now that you move once you're 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 certain we're going all young guys we want as much assets back as possible ac we're not even finna sniff the playoffs anymore go get you your title young fella yeah that's all i can say on that. And,
1: and i just i don't foresee that and here's the thing right ak talked about coming into the season changing the identity of this team and the identity of this team being what A tougher team, a more gritty team. That's why he goes out Mm -hmm. and gets Tori Craig. That's why he goes out and adds Javon Carter. These are guys that have a tough defensive mindset that are a much more gritty style of play. You already have Alex Caruso on this team. I'm gonna be real with you. Seems like Vooch bought in a little bit. Like in in the beginning of this season, the guy that I've seen who who is always done. I mean, he also was fed
0: up coming into dang media day. He's already at the point where he's like, I don't, I'm not hearing none of this no more. He Um, showed up, showed up the training camp, pissed off. Yeah. He's yeah. been pissed off for three months, bro. And, but, and, I, and I see people like in the comment like Black Prophet saying, uh, it's ten days in, they're not nobody's saying that the trade is imminent, but it it does mean that they could start that they could start setting up to make that move. Yeah. Bro. And and I think that the, the thing
1: is, right, you have to ask yourself what kind of team do you really want to have? What mindset do you really want to have around your team? And guess what? A team that has Alice Caruso on it has a more of a gritty mindset, especially the second you trade away Zach and Damar, you know that the voice in that locker room is Alex Caruso and Nikola Vucevic, and they're both, Vooch is always cussing somebody out. Like, I don't know. I don't know who he cussed out last, hey, Why, have cussed y'all out know, last you game. Last,
0: I was just about to say, the, the, but have you noticed how much more savvy Vooch has got with it? He makes sure his back is completely turned oh, yeah. or he's facing the the, the the bench, and and Vooch be cutting the refs hey. having. He'll do his little thing for a moment. He'll do this, and then he'll look towards the bench, and he, I don't know what he's saying, but Vooch be cussing out the hey, ref I Reed, swear but. I thought he was cussing out
1: Billy Donovan the last game for a I, second, oh, and then I was sure. like, and then I was like, oh, wait, I think he's yelling at the ref, but, like, to Billy. Like, I think that's yeah, right. all that's happening right now. Because yeah, Billy was, like, looking through him, like, yeah, I know. I get it. All right. Yeah. Hey, let's go play. So, it's just... Listen, it, it's a... You're in a bad situation as an organization right now um, because your team's not winning basketball games. Yeah. And... But we have talked about the bright spots of this team being what? The defensive intensity, the, the the grit and the fight that they've had, their ability to try and fight back into some of these games. Like Those are the things that I think you want your team to have that identity with. You just got to figure out who's going to be the next guy that's going to step up and make those plays. I don't know if it's P. Will. Probably not. I'm not going to sit here and tell y'all that it is. Hopefully he proves me wrong. I don't think it's Kobe White. I think Kobe White's much better. Yeah, and maybe if he takes more shots, right, he could be a twenty-four to twenty-five point per game oh, guy. But Kobe, like
0: Kobe, without two ball dominant players, is easily a twenty-five points per game. Probably, guy. yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, but like,
0: is that is that is it effective twenty-five points? Exactly, game? right. Like, yeah. is, does
1: that make you feel like, oh snap, we got our next guy? Like, no, yeah. it's Kobe White scoring twenty-five, but we probably still lose yeah. by eleven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so it's, it's just you. You want to start to figure out who's that next guy that's gonna be the guy. But I think that if you build your identity based on the ideals that Alice Caruso has, you're fine with that. So I see them moving on from really just two pieces. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're holding on to
0: Vujin and AC. And I want to be clear on this. Uh, I want everybody, cause it seems like the expectations, not just from our chat, but in general, fully expect though, for nothing to happen. I just want everybody to be prepared because I know everybody's yes. getting excited. hundred be prepared for none of this to happen. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. Please y'all be prepared for that. Y'all hear
1: all this logic we're dropping today on the show? Yeah. None of it probably is going to happen. We're running it back. We're doing the same things that we did last season. Nothing's changing. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if AK is there right now just, like, put the report out that we're trading
0: Exactly. And then we won't. And then and then three months from now, the report's going to be Lonzo Ball got on a basketball court and took five steps. He's coming back. We're, we're running <laughs> it back. <laughs> Please, no more Lonzo news. I can't take it. My heart can't take it. Bro, I'm so glad that they started off the season by flat out saying he's not coming back this season. Because the, the the quarterly Lonzo Ball updates, I'm good on. Bro. Oh, I don't my want God, no more. Bro,
1: I'm so done with the Lonzo Ball updates where it's just like, hey, Lonzo bent his leg today okay bro all right yeah i mean like i didn't need it i didn't need it thank you though uh hey listen before we get into the final topic telling you guys about the possibility of the front office picking the direction i do have to tell you guys about ibotta because uh i'm gonna be real with you this is the greatest ad that we probably read on here how does a free thanksgiving sound you would say bought- that that's
0: the best one. You said what? You would say that this is the best one. Too hey, bad bro, people talking food? about food. Listen, I'm happy. Free food? Come on now, buddy. <laughs>
1: yeah. You already know. I- Angles is working with the camera. How does a free Thanksgiving mm-hmm. sound? This year, Ibotta is here to give you cash back and help make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete. Because who wants turkey without gravy that's right starting this november 1st for the fourth year in a row ibotta is giving 100 percent cash back on your thanksgiving feast just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your thanksgiving feast complete all you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload Your receipts. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce, personal care to pantry goods. So make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps will give you points. Nobody wants the points. That doesn't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back, cash money, baby, that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal or gift cards you also can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with ibotta including lowe's macy's sephora best buy and more download the ibotta app and use the code locked to get 100 cash back on your thanksgiving dinner starting november 1st just go to the app store or google play store and download the free ibotta app and use the code locked that's i-b-o-t-t-a in the google play or app store and use the code locked
0: all right, let's do it. Let's go. What music didn't want to start? I don't know what's going on here, man. Hey man Everybody... Even the music is thrown off by the, the music right pump, faking like Demar Derozan. It's affecting the music. What's happening here, bro? Like, come on, man. And it's still coming up short. This crazy. Oh, <laughs> with that said, Pat. Now that these these things have come out, right, and we're, we've been very clear that this still, still nothing may happen. But do you think this kind of aligns more with the fact that? the front office is finally starting to pick a direction for where they want to take the next version of this team.
1: If they do, then yeah. I mean, and I think always, right, AK has talked about wanting to build through his young players, wanting your young players to to be the next step up. But you've also put your young players in a position where they almost can't, right? Yeah. Listen, I know that everybody all of a sudden is turned on Tory Craig. What you need to understand is when you're the fourth man in the lineup, you're the man that kind of just does whatever needs to get done. He's still put up eight and twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like the fourth guy in the lineup isn't going to be the, be the person that guy. I mean, he kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of more. Well, yeah. Cause Kobe white is in the lineup now last yeah. year. He would have been more of the fourth guy, but in this lineup, right. Definitely is the fifth guy in that lineup. Um, And you, you look at Kobe white's improvement this season and say, okay, maybe that's a start there. If we move on from Zach and Damar, what do you do with this lineup? I would assume you're probably going as crazy as it sounds, are, you're probably going Kobe, I.O., P. Will, Tory Craig, Vooch, right? Like, that's your young lineup moving forward. Who else is a— Wait, a, a, who did you just say
0: was the young lineup? Uh,
1: Kobe, mm-hmm. I.O., P. Will, Tory Craig, and Vooch. It's probably a starting lineup, right? Like, I would think you still want AC coming off of the bench.
0: I could see them starting Javon Carter and moving Kobe to the two. I don't. I, do you want to move him around again, though? I'm, I mean, I'm just saying that because either way, even if you put IO in the lineup, Kobe White's still taking more shots than IO DeSumo. So I think at that point, Kobe becomes one of your main scorers and they may want to take some of that ball handling duties off of him. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that that could be another route that they do go, mix of veterans and young players in the starting lineup. Cause then at that point, you're giving Kobe Patrick Williams more keys, right? At the two and the three, you yeah. have a solid point, uh, veteran point guard, and Javon Carter, who's still only 27 years old, and yeah. then you got Torrey Craig and Nikola Vucevic out there. So could be.
1: I mean it. It is. It's interesting. Like I, there's either way, right? You're going with a younger lineup in there. That, that is picking a direction, yeah, and I think the true. direction that they're picking is the direction they've wanted to go in the entire time. But they wanted to get to a point of being a competitive
0: team. And I think people – go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, And now you're back to being competitive. That's all I was going to say. Well, I think also the thing that I kind of wanted to bring a perspective on, I don't really think that this is – this is a big change of direction as far as removing – pieces from this team, but I do think it kind of also realigns you to what I think the original plan was anyway. I truly think that the plan was we're going to bring DeMar DeRozan in here and we're going to hope one of these young guys step up to where we ain't got to pay DeMar DeRozan after this contract is over. And so you haven't had the success that you wanted to in that time, but I think you're still looking at it and saying the time for veterans has come to an end. Now we're about to hey, P Will, you if it's because you haven't gotten the opportunities, bam, here's 18 shots a game for you. We're gonna run it for you regardless if you pass it or not. If you pass it, the ball's coming right back to you. Kobe right. White, you've grown as now, you've grown as a passer, you've grown as a defender, you've grown as as you know, being making impacts other than scoring. Boom, here goes 18 to 19 shots a game for you, for you. Let's figure it out if you can be a more consistent player. So I think it kind of realigns with what they hoped they were getting to. They just hoped that they were going to get to it in a different way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's when you look at it like this, your goal was to see that one of these guys ascend, like you said. Yeah, and I it felt like they all just deferred to what was already here. Yeah, like it's not even just P. Will right? Like P. Will is the one we focus on because he's the fourth overall pick and all of that, right? But like, it really feels like P. Kobe White deferred to. Zach Levine and and DeMar DeRozan. And listen, Mm -hmm. rightfully so, those are the guys who were the number ones on your team, the leaders on your team, who were taking all the shots. You defer to them. You shoot. You you get them the ball. That's that's what you had right there. Now, you don't have that option. Now, you got to play. You got to make plays or you're going to get beat by 50 every night. Now, they may just get beat by 50 every night. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like that, that could mean, be the ugly scenario too. But I, I think what it also does for you is it forces you to play some of the young guys who otherwise, what well, like Marco Simovic never got any tick here, and now he's back overseas. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like that's kind of what Dalen Terry's life is about to be.
0: Although mm-hmm. he looks like he's stepping on Legos every time he drives. And uh, well, I mean, he he did actually. He's having back spasms now. Maybe that was what going dang, on. He really solid stepped down down on a gym. Lego. That's
1: tough. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, it, uh, it, it feels like we're also starting to see that with Julian Phillips. Like we haven't seen a single Unless, How are we seeing
0: anything with Julian Phillips? We haven't seen him. We don't even know. I don't even know what Julian Phillips looks like anymore. For all I know, he cut his hair. I don't even know. He could have dread. I have no idea. We wouldn't know. We don't see him. He's, he's the, he's the same as
1: every generic 2k player they put out there with a fro. You know what I mean, it's just like, Oh, you know, right. you know,
0: what's crazy though, is that Julian Phillips actually has a face scan currently in 2k. And there's still first round picks that don't, it's like, why did Julian get it? I feel like Julian put his own in there,
1: though.
0: <laughs> he hacked the system. He put yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, in. he
1: probably, he probably, just, I probably just put it in there and then, like, sent, it was like, can I just send this to y'all? Like, I did it. Like, it's <laughs> in my face. <basement. laughs> I ain't doing. No, I'm not playing basketball,
0: so I just went ahead and took care of it. I face just scan. did
1: my own face scan. Don't worry yeah. about it. But no, like, it, we're we're heading toward a, a era where you're gonna f- be forced to see very young players that you have high hopes for getting to get time on the court. And I hope that that is the era that we stick in because that's how you continue to build good teams, young players developing. The reason that we're here right now is because none of our young players for the most part have
0: developed. Now, let me ask you this question, Pat, and this is probably the most important question in all of this before we get up out of here. I know sometimes, no, I'm not even going goofy. Dead serious. Do you trust AK and Eversley to draft well through a rebuild if that is the route that we go? It hasn't happened here. Hmm.
1: But what A.K. drafted in Denver has, for the most part, worked out. Yes. Question I, on that though. Michael Carter Will or Michael Carter Williams. Uh, wow, that, that definitely. That, yeah, I, that hurt a little bit. Michael, uh, Porter, Michael Jr. Porter Jr., Jokic, uh, Jamal Murray. I think is under him right. as well. Uh, it was Was A.K. the GM when we did the McDermott trade as well? AK might have been the GM, I believe, when we did the McDermott trade.
0: Okay.
1: He might have been the assistant GM. There. Either way, he was a part of the conversation, but, but yeah, yeah, like I, I, I assume that he knows what he's looking for. He just hasn't been able to find it. I, I mean, this is the thing that it, like, you've missed on quite a few good players while you're looking for that specific thing, though. Definitely
0: missed on a few, right? So, um, I mean, I guess we'll see, man. Like, ultimately, I look at it and I say, this is that if this is the route that we that you go, you're you have no more excuse for draft. Your drafting has to be on point. You have to pick a a you have to pick players because you're probably gonna have lottery picks. And that also, if they do do uh do this, this may secure the fact that we won't give up our pick to the Spurs next season in a draft that's even deeper. This move may not be for this draft. It may be for next year's draft because this draft is not that deep. But if yep. the Bulls are bad enough to keep their own draft pick next year. That's the draft that you're looking at as quite a bit of impact players in the top five of that. Draft. Is, that? is that top 15 protected? It's top 10 protected. If I'm not mistaken. I don't,
1: I don't think he'll tear it down for us to be that bad. You don't think don't he'll tear it down tear it for down us, us, down us to be that enough. bad? That's fair. I mean, listen, I'm not
0: saying that
1: that is the part that sucks about it. Like, I really don't believe he's going to move on from AC and Vooch. Now watch, he'll not, he'll hold on to DeMar and trade only AC and Vooch. And that'll be like how this all goes down. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It, it's listen, there, there seems like there's a new era uh, uh, coming it's to coming. Chicago and Bulls fans are losing. They got dang minds because some of these trades that have come through have been off the wall. Like I seen somebody, uh, uh, they said we should trade Zach Levine for Josh Giddy. Why the heck? What OKC want to give us Josh Giddy?
0: Bro, the the Cam Thomas, the Josh Giddy. I seen Zion Why? Williamson in this chat. Y'all got to stop. Lay Why? off
1: the weed. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, this is worse than weed, dog. Weed like, ain't well, going to that that This is locked bro. on friendly. Locked on friendly. I've... You can <laughs> say pills on it, right? We got the, the okay, pills. You can say pills. You can say yeah, pills. I, I, listen, pills. Listen, listen. yeah. That's 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 a that's a half of fifty. Hey man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago.
0: You can follow me at CEO Hayes. As always, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We are free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey <laughs> app. Oh, make sure you guys also go check on Locked On uh, Sports 24-7. You find us streaming over there as well as every yeah. other Locked On show. Uh, but for Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. And guess what? We not getting traded. We still here. Peace, y'all. Peace. <laughs> we might get traded. We may get traded. We no. might get traded. Shit, 245. P-